Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Mastermind.fm. This is Jean Galea, and with me I have James Laws from WP Ninjas. And today we'll be talking about our personal workflow. How is it on a how how do we work on a daily basis? What's our what our productivity tools that we use, what's our framework, any routines that we have. So James, why don't you start it off by telling us what do you do first thing in the morning? What's your morning like? What's your morning routine? You know, it's funny because I'm a type of person who really likes routine and likes structure. And yet lately, I have had very little structure and routine uh, in my life. Part of that is because I have an 18-month-old son who kind of breaks routine in the morning regularly. Uh, in a perfect world, I'm usually, I usually wake up... Uh, right around 7 a.m. in the morning and uh, kind of get my shower and get out the door to the my local coffee shop. Um, that's where I usually kind of go through my emails, uh, respond to people, do some writing. I find that I do that stuff best outside of my office because if I go right into my office, I'm kind of distracted with all the things in the business that have to be done. And so if I want to just kind of break away from that, the first step of my day is really just go to a coffee shop where nobody's really going to talk to me, but I'm still around people and I can kind of focus on that stuff. So that's kind of my general morning, my workday morning routine, I think. How about you? So so that's something that I think I've seen in common with many people. So the reserve reserving of a personal space, you know, that is different from your office or your home. So in my case, I start off by going to the gym, usually in the morning, like around 7.30, 8am. I always hit the gym. Uh, I found that it's the most effective way of waking me up and putting me in a positive mood. I love sports and fitness and I'm always feeling guilty if I don't train. So for the rest of the day until the evening when I wouldn't have enough willpower and I just ruin my day then if I don't go. So starting it off gets it over and done with. Well, now you're making me feel bad because I, the gym is not in my routine at all. <laughs> and it should be. I think, I think health is important, um, but I have yet to make it a discipline. <laughs> Definitely health is important and we'll come back to that. But let's talk about this personal space which you mentioned. And so in my case, uh, I've singled out Wednesdays as my day off where... I will just work on my own stuff, be it learning new things, like I'm currently learning um, Swift programming, or I also use Wednesdays to maybe do some tech-related shopping that we need for the business or even for personal uh, use, and I also use it to write my blog posts and also prepare kind of like the goals for the next days and weeks coming coming up. And during the day, rest of the days, as we said earlier, it's being a manager of a business means there's a lot of little interactions going on. It can be very draining and it's very hard to find that one, two hour block where you can actually do something specific. So Wednesdays have been working really well for me. That's interesting. That's an interesting approach. I'm not, I haven't gotten to the point where I'll take a full day and say, this is just on what I need to work on for me and my maybe my personal brand or my personal growth or my personal education or whatever the case may be. Um, it's really is just has been stealing away times here and there among um, really in the mornings. My coffee shop time is my time to do that each morning. Um, so that's an interesting approach. 
So do you always go to the same coffee shop? I do. I do. Um, my friends own the coffee shop, and so it's kind of like a, it's kind of a home away from home. I feel fairly comfortable there. So yeah. Do you find the the elimination of decisions very important in your routines? Like say ordering the same coffee every day or wearing a particular set of clothes every day to the office? You know, there is a great deal of talk about that, right? Steve Jobs wore the same pair of jeans and turtleneck. Uh, I, I hear Mark Zuckerberg has the same kind of routine. He has the same outfit. I don't know that I do. I, I wouldn't go that far, although I would like to go that far, but I don't think my wife would let me um, wear the same thing every single day. Um, there would be some simplicity of that. Uh, I do order the same coffee every morning. I am a routine individual, but that's, I think, part of my own kind of OCD nature. I just, I do things the same way, the same, you know, all the time. Um, I, I'm one of those people that when I go to a restaurant, every restaurant, I have one item that I pretty much order at certain restaurants every time, where I'm sure you are the type of person who gets something different every single time you go. <laughs> How did you know that? I, I, I've seen your Facebook posts. <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> you're cheating <laughs> a little bit um, well no and it's part of your personality right you're you want to travel and see the world and experience new things and I, I not that i don't want to experience new things but i like i think i like my comfort zone a little too much at times yeah i asked actually because it's like uh, sometimes it can be a big issue with me like this constant decision making and trying to find that dish that I have never tried and which is the most interesting dish and where where can I travel and what can I do to improve my workflow. So this constant decision making in my mind can be very distracting. And that's why I, I'm trying to implement certain routines that I know, like I have to wake up and go to the gym daily. I'm not gonna start off my day and then think, oh, maybe I go at 2 p.m., now in the evening, now at 5, you know. So this has been very helpful to me, having a proper structure. Absolutely. I, I, you know, back when I was running regularly, that was the same way. If I, I would get up at 5 in the morning and go run for 5 miles. And because if I waited till the afternoon, there was always an excuse. There was always something that was going to stop me from doing it. Um, a reason not to, whereas in the morning there was very little telling me not to do it other than my own body saying, go back to bed, you know, and that I could fight with. And did you feel that fitness was helping you work better in those times? Absolutely. And I, and I, which is why I can't make any excuse why it's not a part of my routine today, other than I've just not been able to get back in because of my kind of obsessive compulsive nature while once I get into a routine, it's hard for me to break out of it. It's also very hard for me to get into a routine for that very same reason. Um, so it's something that I need to do. But I absolutely felt when I would get up and run in the morning, my mind was clearer. I was more productive. I felt better throughout the day to know that I did more before 6 a.m. than most people will do all day. It made me feel good. Um, yeah, absolutely. So, so actually, I think... One of the biggest problems when starting out is to commit to a certain kind of routine. So like, as you're saying, you're, you find it difficult to switch routines and what, what, what really makes you adopt a routine? Is there some, something big has to happen or an article that you read? I what, what makes you commit? I think it, well, I mean, it's, it's a number of things, but I think one of the big ones you touched on with like the art, as an article you read, there it has to come to a situation where in my mind I say enough is enough. 
You know what I mean? Uh, I think back when I started running, I had gotten to the heaviest I had ever been, and I just felt uncomfortable. I was dealing with things like acid reflux and just various health problems, and I thought, enough is enough. I need to change. And that set me on a path that that was kind of an unbreakable path, although it wasn't unbreakable because then I ended up having to have hernia surgery, and that's what shot me off my routine. And then I've never been able to recover ever since then, just not because I can't. It's just I've not had that moment, that epiphany again, that's enough is enough and to get back into it. Yeah, it's like because some people respond better to like internal stimuli while others have the respond better to like a person commenting about oh you're 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 getting fatter you know (laughs) (laughs) or going to the doctor and actually getting some serious news you know that they have like their health is not so good and they need to be training yeah so that's like the kind of external factors whereas for other people like the internal thing might be more like for example in my case i'm i do a lot of sort of kind of meditation or reflection on how I'm doing on a daily basis. And that's usually what, what is the driving force behind me adopting a new routine. So so I do these uh, weekly reviews or even monthly. And I'm deciding, okay, this month I haven't you know been training enough. So next month my goal is to hit this certain weight. So I need to go to the gym five times. I might then contact a physical trainer and see what I need to do to reach those goals. But the first impulse is usually internal. Yeah, that's that's good. And I think um, as we're talking about routines and stuff like that, if you're having trouble getting into a routine, as I am, uh, sometimes a good word of advice is find a partner. You hate to use terms like accountability, but there is something to be said for having somebody that's going to kind of hold your feet to the fire and say, hey, you set this goal, you set this thing that you want to become or want to do or want to accomplish. How's it going? And somebody who can, let's, for lack of a better term, nag you a little bit and motivate you and and check in on you. Because sometimes if there's just even, if there's the expectation of someone is expecting you to do something, you're like, well, I got to do it because they're going to check in and I don't want to have to say no again <laughs> so that can be exactly yeah, yeah. that's something i i was getting at in the sense that i did it myself and i have a like a, a trello board which i use with i i do have an accountability partner so um he's also into e-commerce so oh cool we'll mix both personal and business goals on the same trello board because i believe that i'm in the lifestyle business both work and uh, fitness and pleasure all go together you know you cannot live a whole life focusing on work only or on traveling only or on fitness only so everything goes on the same board and we check with each other every month and obviously during with Trello you can leave comments to each other so during that month we're commenting on each other's progress that's very cool I like that a lot that's very interesting and uh, for a purely technological solution or aid, what I use is it's an app called Rewire on Android. I've actually switched to an iPhone uh, last week, so I'm testing a few other apps of the same uh, purpose. So what, what you do is you set a goal and then you check in daily and you tick a box to say that you've done that or you haven't done that. And it can also be something you want to do three times a week. It doesn't have to be a daily task. And that gives you like a this monthly graph where you can see how good you've been performing. And again, I think monthly reviews or even weekly reviews are very important to keep you on track because 
especially if you're working alone. You have nobody to check on you. Absolutely. Well, that's interesting. I mean, we're, we're like at 13 minutes in and we've pretty much focused on health and the benefits of health. I almost wonder if we should just continue to talk about this because it's obviously something you're passionate about. and It's something that I need in my life. And I'm guessing there's a lot of other people who are listening who are like, you know what, I, I have problems. Maybe I have problems with decisions in business and productivity there. But I think maybe if you get the health thing figured out, man, all those other things can start to fall in line a lot easier. Um, I, I mean, now I'm just kind of thinking back, I'm kind of feeling a little jealous at your fitness level at this point, because I look back at when I was running and how clear I thought and how excited I was to face a day. Whereas now days can become a lot more lethargic just because I'm not as active as I used to. And I have a standing desk. I stand for 70% of my day, but I'm not active like I should be. Um, and I miss running. And so I know in the back of my head, I would be better off if I was doing it. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of curious what other tips you have to help motivate people uh, to kind of get them on a routine. So for the past five years, I think I mentioned in one of the beginning podcasts, I've been traveling. So I've never stayed in the same place for more than six months. So that in itself was really, you have to move. Yeah, yeah. literally have to move, set up, shop in another place and, uh, you know, try out new food, make new friends. So this was obviously very active, an active lifestyle. But does he, do you find that also hurts your routine? I mean, having to change location, like... For me, it's easy to get, I can see getting into a routine because I live in the same place, I'm doing the same thing, I have the same locations. But if you're moving to a new place, how do you maintain any kind of routine in that situation? I, I, I would agree that routines, as in daily routines, what you're going to do in the morning, what you're going to do in the afternoon, what you're going to do in the evening, that's super hard to, to maintain over like in a digital nomad lifestyle. However, the general... Um, routine which is like be healthy you know eat 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 healthy food yeah that's always possible and sure sure, that's what I've been striving to to maintain during the past four years now that I'm in Barcelona I can really focus on things like a daily specific hour by hour routine and that's that's also very helpful for me from a business point of view because obviously yes working out of coffee shops is not the most productive environment after all you know so now that i have a proper desk i have a second monitor i can really be focused on my business without thinking of the next trip that we have to do and really actually traveling makes you meet a lot of people who will inspire you really make you get off your ass and either not only fitness you know but really could be business you know just do do this focus on doing things you know life is short enjoy it try to uh, try to understand what your role in this life is what what you were born to do what are your skills and uh, one thing i would mention here is that strengths test that even you mentioned in one of your blog posts recently the gallup test the strengths finder test so that was very helpful for me in finding my strengths and then adapting my routine to these strengths i don't know if we had the same experience no i'm i'm i you know i'm i'm sitting on the other side of this podcast really thinking about my own lifestyle and things that I want to improve and how I want to change. So for the listener, um, who's probably perhaps more in the same boat as I am in, perhaps than you are in, who's listening going, hey, I want to get started on this, on a healthier routine. I'm kind of taking notes and thinking about my own lifestyle and things that I can start to implement 
uh, right away to kind of move in that direction. Um, so I, maybe some advice uh, as far as since this this show really has been mostly about kind of physical and mental health and kind of keeping yourself um, in in some sort of a healthy routine, eating right, exercising, um, keeping your mind clear uh, of distraction and things like that. Maybe a, a good word. I'll, I'm going to just tell the story of how I got started when I started running. I went in the course of about five months. I went from having never run before really in my life, just doing walking on a treadmill to running a uh, half marathon. And so in about five months, I trained to kind of get up to that place. For the first three months, I really just spent about 45 minutes to an hour on a treadmill listening to podcasts at a, like a really steep incline. And that was about, and it wasn't like terribly fast, but it got me moving. It got my heart rate up. It got got my blood flowing. Um, I was able to listen to some podcasts and get some information at the same time. And I found that very helpful. Um, and I did that for months until one day I started trying a kind of a couch to 5K program and tried to in- inject some running into it. Uh, and then finally just started running on the treadmill and got up to about 30 minutes running on the treadmill. And then I said, I'm going to take this outside and see and really enjoy nature. Um, so part of this process of maybe getting healthy is just start small. Pick, pick something that's the first step to get living a healthier lifestyle, whether that be walking on a treadmill or just walking out, you know, in your neighborhood, walking around that way, um, going to a local trail and, and taking in nature, um, just anything. Uh, if you enjoy a sport, go out and play casually, play basketball, go play, do something um, and, and start small and then build on that. And you can start to, you start to feel your energy level start to increase and get better and better and better until hopefully you get to that end goal of, you know, running that half marathon or, you know, getting involved in more 5Ks or stuff like that. Uh, be good for you. So that might be one way. Do you have any other advice on how to maybe get started? Yeah, I was actually taking notes and my number one piece of advice is Again, starting small. Uh, many people really like they go to a fitness trainer, get the super advanced program, <laughs> and then they go to the gym and they don't even know what each exercise on the paper corresponds to, you know, and they're doing it all wrong. They're depressed, and next week they're not going to the gym anymore. So just do, do like if you're taking soft drinks every day, just if you're taking five soft drinks, lessen them to three and make some water with lemon and drink that for the other two as a replacement. And I think the biggest thing that people, where people get stuck is that they say, oh, I don't like water, you know, I I prefer drinking soft drinks. But once you start seeing that small benefit in your life, it's amazing how things that you hated before gradually start becoming more okay. And then you actually start liking them, you know. It, it works with food, with training, with many things. I'm probably one of those people that's in that water camp where I'm like, the, the taste of water doesn't really appeal to me. But what I started doing is, and I don't know if this is necessarily super healthy for you because it is kind of an artificial sweetener, but Propel actually worked really well for me in the sense that it has a little bit of flavor, but it's still obviously primarily water. And it at least is a good transitioning period to get you off of soft drinks it's definitely better for you than a can of coca-cola you know so in that regard yeah if you want to like some negative motivation just print out uh, an image of the amount of sugar that 
goes into a Coca-Cola, you can find them on, <laughs> on a Google search, you know, just stick it in front of your screen. <laughs> I'm actually, I've been experimenting with some new uh, water-based drinks lately. Um, uh, one thing that is really simple to do is just put two slices of lemon in a jug of water and put in some mint leaves, leave them overnight in the fridge, and the next day you'll have a really nicely flavored uh, drink. Huh. water basically but with that infusion of mint and lemon it's really good that's interesting very cool um another thing i'd like to mention is okay you're gonna do the small steps but the most important thing then is to do the day, the weekly review people just lose track we're amazingly forgetful when it comes to new routines so we'll just start exercising and three weeks in we, we forget we even made this commitment to exercise so just set up apart one or two hours, say on a Friday evening, where you just think about your week and see whether you've been achieving your goals on a daily basis. And again, an app like Rewire will really help. And one final thing I have is that you can also combine things. I, I go to the gym every day, but what I haven't mentioned is that throughout the whole um, workout, I'm listening to podcasts, usually business podcasts. So, and these podcasts, I wouldn't have any chance of listening to if it weren't for this workout at the gym. That's that's good advice. So I'm motivated to work out because I want to be fit. And secondly, I want to go and have this occasion to run or, or lift weights because I know that that's my only time where I can get a lot of knowledge about business from these podcasts. No, that's, that's, that's key. I mean, I know that's when I would go running, that was what I did. Like I'd, I'd spend time listening to podcasts and um, I'm like you, if the only time, only opportunity I get is either in my car, going from one place to another, which is usually very short drives. And so I don't get to listen to very much of it or, or when I'm exercising. So absolutely. I think that's, that's important. Um, I would also say pick some, you know, depending on your personality, I'm going to just talk to people with my personality type for a moment in the sense that what I found for me, something that keeps me going is I need to have, I need to always have goals to beat, if that makes sense. I need to beat something else. That's why running was really good for me because running, there are so many metrics that you're, that you're tracking or that can be tracked while you run. You can, you can track your distance. You can track your speed. You can track the duration. You can track your pace, uh, you know, your, 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 your uh, splits and how, many pace, you know, how, many, how you're doing in that. There's so many things that you can try to beat. And when you're running, you're running against yourself. You're not running against anyone else. And I found that really helpful for me because I'd be able to go out on a workout on Monday and say, I'm going to run. Run 30 minutes, and then on Wednesday, I'm able to say I'm not I'm not worried about running 30 minutes. I want to run faster, far I want to run farther faster, and so you can kind of mix it up and it change. It gives you a little bit of variation in your exercise or your routine, and gives you little goals to beat and say Ah, I ran the fastest I've ever ran. I ran the farthest I've ever ran. I ran the longest I've ever ran, and by having all those things to kind of beat over time kind of keeps you interested i think in your workout at least for my personality type thanks for mentioning that james because it's also very very important for me to have these i'm super competitive as well as a personality so i need to be beating somebody even if it's just myself <laughs> you know <laughs> so so when i talked about reviews what i also meant is that you could like if you're lifting weights just have an excel sheet with the number of reps you did and the number the the weights you lifted so you can beat that you can try to beat that next week 
and uh, so on and so forth. And it, it applies not only to running, but also to anything else in life. You can always benchmark things and try to improve on, on them. An app that I use is Strava. It's available on Android and on iOS. I use it for cycling, but it's also good for running as well. Absolutely. Um, I, you know, another thing that you can consider doing with when we talk about accountability, um, a fr- our, fr- our friend Sean Davis uh, works over at EDD. He used to do um, kind of a peer workout. It's an honor system. He had a spreadsheet and you, you know, push-ups and sit-ups and crunches and burpees and all these different things. And you just kind of log every day. But he had a group of people who would enter into this spreadsheet. So you kind of had this a little bit of accountability in this I guess, positive peer pressure to, oh, I have to at least do my workout because I can't be the only one with an empty column. Like, I have to go do my workout. Um, And so it was, you know, it's totally honor system, but that's a way where you don't necessarily have to have a trainer or necessarily somebody who's going to nag you to kind of keep you started. But you can have that kind of peer motivation of, hey, we're all doing this together. The idea is it's a collaborative effort to all get healthy together. So that's another way you could do it is maybe even start your own with a group of people. And I'm sensing a plug-in idea there. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> <laughs> For anyone who's lacking in ideas, there you go. You have your first plug-in to work on. Let us know when it's ready. <laughs> Absolutely. Or you could do what we do at the office. We've, been, we've taken to be playing ping-pong a lot. Um, we used to play pool, but pool is a very lethargic, and but at least ping-pong kind of gets your heart rate up and keeps you moving. Uh, so we've used a plug-in called Sports Press. Uh, to create our own little internal WP Ninjas ping pong league where we track our scores and keep track of all of our, our stats and stuff like that. So you can have fun with it. I mean, fitness can be fun if you if you want to take the time to, to figure out how that works for your personality type. Yeah, definitely. Make it a game, you know. Make yourself the main character in this video game of life and try to level up every day. Now I'm borrowing concepts from nerdfitness.com for anyone who's familiar with that website. Um, this this is a really good website which is targeted towards developers and geeks and helping them get back to fitness. Well, I think this has been a good episode. I think we, we planned on talking about workflows throughout our day and we kind of just kind of honed in on health. But I think it's important because, one, I think it's a topic I needed to talk about and maybe just hash through myself to kind of get set myself on a journey. But I think there's probably a lot of people like us who, or maybe not like us because you're actually fit and active, and but like me who need to be active and want to get fit, um, especially as I'm getting older. I mean, I'm 40 years old. Uh, it's harder and harder for me to get fit if I don't make set the discipline there. Uh, so I'm really glad that this this uh, podcast kind of took a direction and just kind of focused in and honed in specifically on this topic. I hope uh, our listeners found it helpful as well. Yeah, and we mentioned a lot of stuff, so please check out the show notes where we'll be listing links to these apps that we mentioned and also interesting websites and podcasts you can check out. As always, uh, be sure to check out. You can ask a question at mastermind.fm. If you have any questions about whether it be health-related or productivity issues that you're struggling with uh, or just like this to delve in or maybe even look at a tool that you yourself are using for productivity and want to share it with the rest of the world, let us know. We'll take a look at it and see how it fits into our regular uh, podcast. Okay, it's time to wrap it off. James, where can people find you? Sure, you can get in touch with me on Twitter at James Laws or at jameslaws.com. While I'm on Twitter at Jean Galea, 
And you can also check out my personal blog, jangalea.com. Sounds good. Thanks, everyone, for listening. See you.